friend, I'm Ashley DeLuca, and I believe email marketing and sales on autopilot go hand in hand just like a messy bun and a cup of coffee. With a stack full of library books and a laptop bought from babysitting money, <laughs> I started this entrepreneurial journey back in 2009. I help coaches and educators just like you create a stream of pre-sold leads through consistent email marketing. Each week, I'm going to share with you practical strategies to help you connect and convert your ideal clients into paying clients so you can focus on what you do best. Holy guac, I'm so excited. So let's dive into today's episode. Oh my gosh, guys, welcome back. I am so incredibly excited to have Nikki here on the podcast with us today. We are going to be diving into authentic selling, which I think is so incredibly important, um, especially when it comes to email marketing and really navigating the way around being able to not only like sell in a way that makes us feel good, but also allows the person on the other end feel good about purchasing as well too. So, oh my gosh, Nikki, thank you so much for being here. Please tell me all about you, what you do and all the good stuff. (laughs) Well, thanks for having me, Ashley. I'm really excited to be here. So my company is Sales Maven. I'm a sales coach, trainer, speaker, and podcaster. And uh, I focus really on the relationship side of selling and that conversation that happens. So yes, that conversation is happening via email. Sometimes that conversation is happening on social media. And oftentimes when you're moving your client to that consult call or that discovery call, there's that back and forth conversation. And so I specialize in the conversation, the words that you choose, the way that you frame things, and how do you move somebody seamlessly from the start all the way to the finish where you exchange dollars for services or product. Oh, this is so good because, um, so I've been an entrepreneur for about four years now. I can't tell you how many sales conversations I've had. And it's one of those things where sometimes it like, almost like you say something and then it kicks you in the butt later on. We're like, well, you said back then, you know what I mean? Um, and so this is so incredibly important. I'm just so excited to talk about this. So tell me about like the difference between cat calling, dog calling. I'm a dog lover. So I'm like super interested to know like what you mean by this. Are we talking about okay. like, having our dogs join our sales call? Cause that has worked for me before. <laughs> <laughs> So really what that refers to is I teach my signature process is a five-step process and it's called the selling staircase. And, and it's, it's these five steps that you move somebody through and step two is about creating curiosity. And I compare creating curiosity to how you call a dog versus how you call a cat. So if you think about if you're a dog lover and you want to get your dog's attention, oftentimes we do this thing where we're like, come here, come here, let's go for a walk. Let's, you know, it's this high pitch, like super excited and dogs really respond to that, right? They're like, Ooh, mom's going to do something fun. I want to go play. This is going to be awesome. And they'll totally get engaged with it. And sometimes as an entrepreneur, we come across with this dog calling energy because we're so excited about our offer. We know we can help people and we get this like really high, strong kind of energy about us. And that really, that repels people away from you. A lot of people will not respond to that. They'll get a little bit like, oh, it feels salesy or it feels too much or why is she so excited, right? That it's just too much for us as humans. We don't respond to that type of that type of language. And so the flip side of this is I always think, think about how you call a cat. When you want to get a cat's attention, you do this thing where you're like, here, 
kitty, 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 right? And cats might not actually come to that, but they'll give you a little bit of like, what, what are you doing? Maybe they'll check you out. Maybe they'll be a little bit interested. And so in the sales process, one of the most missteps is this ability to create curiosity, this ability to draw people in. So I teach something that's super simple that anybody can do, and you can, you can do this right away. And it's how do you answer really basic questions, right? Like a question, for instance, if I said, hey, Ashley, how are you today? Like you probably get asked that question all the time, right? Definitely. Okay. And a lot of times people will have a standard answer. They'll be like, oh, I'm fine or I'm great or, you know, live in the dream. How are you? Right. Yeah. But unfortunately that doesn't create any curiosity. That doesn't give anybody anything to like follow up and ask you more about. So I want you to have an answer that I call a here kitty kitty response because we're just trying to check to see, is this person interested in finding out more about me? And also, what do you want to talk about with people? So instead of just talking about the weather or just having really surface level conversations, instead, think about what you could say right now. So if somebody asked me like, hey, Nikki, how are you? I might say something like, oh, I'm fantastic. I just launched my podcast. It's going really well. That's a little bit of a here, kitty, kitty. It's enough for somebody to go, oh, what's your podcast about? Or like, you know, who, who's your target market? Or uh, what's the name of your podcast, right? And now I actually have permission to start talking about something that drives people more towards the business side of what I do versus like, oh, I'm fine, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, that doesn't really do anything. So yeah. think about what you would say to the how are you question. Just even that will start to allow for you to have a response that's about your business. And the, the response, by the way, can only be a sentence, maybe three at the most. Because if, you're, if you, somebody asks you, how are you? And you go into this huge, long answer, you're now back to this dog calling energy. I call that word vomiting on people too, by the way. So be careful. So just give, a, like, give enough of an answer for people to go, oh, Ashley, tell me more about that. Or... What, what does that mean? Or hmm, I wonder if that's something I could benefit from. Well, now we're talking business. Yep. Oh my gosh. I love this. Um, especially when it comes like the first thing that came to mind was all the Facebook DMS. I get, I get yeah. so many DMS of just like, Hey, Ashley, I think you're super cool. How are you? And then like, literally I just like, Oh, I don't know how to like make this productive conversation. Yeah. Like for me, I love connecting with people. But again, it's that, like, I hate that surface level conversation. Like as much as I love the fact that like the weather's great where you're at, like I want to have like deep actual business conversations yes. where, because I mean like time is money and it's not that everybody who comes in my DMs is like, I'm not trying to sell to you, but like, I want to know more about you, your business. So I can figure out like, Hey, like can we collaborate on something. Can you do something bigger? Is there something that like we could work on together? Like there's always so much. And I think it's also too energy. Like for me, I know like when you're talking about like that passionate, excited person, I was like, yeah, that's me. I'm like so incredibly excited and passionate and I have infectious energy. And that's yeah. something that I've had to work on in terms of with like not overwhelming people with my infectious energy because I, I live off of coffee. I'm like doing all the things always. And it's just one of those things <laughs> where I, I'll like out, like I don't say I'll work you. But like, I can do like 80,000 things. I'm just like, did you do like a little energizer bunny, like doing yeah. all the things. So that is so incredibly cool. 
So this kind of segues into as well too, is like how do we go through the process of talking with people, um, especially like when you're having those sales conversations as opposed to talking at them? Because I feel like a lot of times this is really hard when you're like, okay, I want to be seen as an expert, you mm -hmm. know, in your field with what you're doing, but there's always that big but. I also want to make them feel like we're also like BFF gels. So what do you, yeah. what do you recommend? So this idea of learning how to talk with your clients versus at your clients and specifically an email, because I know this is what you specialize in, like this yes. is your jam. Uh, when it comes to email, one of the ways to start to have a convert, like a real conversation is to ask questions instead of the counter, which a lot of people do in email, is we tell people what we know about them. We say things like, I know you know this, or I know you're struggling with this, or I know you're thinking about this. That is so off-putting to a lot of people because they're like, you don't know me. You don't know what I, my struggles are. You don't know what I'm going through. Yeah. So instead ask, like, have you ever experienced this? Or is this something you're struggling with right now? Or are you interested to, you know, talk about X, Y, Z, whatever it is, ask questions. That's one of the ways because conversation is two way. That means I talk, then you talk, and then you talk, and then I talk, right? It has to be this back and forth. And so even in email, you can do this by asking questions and it gets people engaged. And even if they don't take the time to respond to your email, when you pose a question, our brains love questions. We are wired for questions and our brains want to answer any question that gets asked of us, whether we say it out loud or respond back to the email or not. So it does start planting seeds and gets people thinking about, Ooh, Ashley, like, and I, you probably get this as a podcaster where people, your listeners reach out and have conversations with you as if you guys are BFFs, as, if, as yeah. if they've known you for a really long time, even though you may not have met them. And that to me is such a sign of what you're doing is really resonating because as much as you're the expert and you know this or you know that, and you know, I'm my, an expert in my own right as well, but going around telling people all the time, I'm an expert, I'm this, I'm that is so uninteresting to yeah. them because people don't care really. And I mean that in a nice way, not so harsh as it sounds, yeah. but <laughs> like really we yeah. care about, can you do something for me? Can you deliver for me? Can you, can you, um, solve a problem for me? And, and if the answer is like, well, let me just tell you how awesome I am. People are like, no, thanks. I, I hear how awesome everybody is on social media. I don't need to hear yeah. it from you too. Exactly. No. And to go back to your first point in terms of with like how you communicate with them in terms of with questions, that is something that I've been doing more so recently with the emails that I do for my clients is as opposed to saying, you know, I know, or I know that you are struggling with X, Y, Z, instead of saying like using the story as a way to say, have you ever felt that way? Like, have you yeah. really ever experienced the feeling of X, Y, Z? it really opens up more of that dialogue in that story. It allows for a better flow in the email. Mm -hmm. um, and it really makes a difference as opposed to like, I mean, anytime I hear like, I know, like I feel like someone's pointing a finger, like I exactly. know. Exactly, yes. You know, that's how I feel about it. And so I love, I love that concept because it truly honestly does work guys when you go through that process of more so getting at their level. And this is something that I've learned even with, um, I'm gonna go off the charts here, with, with like videography. Um, I took a course on it talking about like when you're surface level with somebody, you basically are like equal with them. Right. 
if you talk like upward, you know what I mean? And like, even just that makes a huge difference in terms of like where your camera is setting. So knowing like how you use your words is so incredibly important in terms of with the dialogue and like how you want to be perceived. That perception is so big. Yeah, absolutely. The other little piece, if I can add one more little piece to that, is that okay? Totally go for it. Okay. Is that with your email communication, the other way to talk with versus at is when you're sending emails, make sure that you are writing them to a person. Mm. One of the biggest mistakes people make in emails is they say, Hey everyone, or Hey all you, or like all of you want this and that. But I, 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 this concept drives me so bonkers. So it's a little bit of a like soapbox issue for me. Cause I would say, none of us sit around and read our emails as a group. Like we don't all go like, let's open this email. Let's read what, you know, so sent today. Like we don't read them as a group. So stop talking to people as if you're talking to the group. Cause that again is talking at people, but instead say like, this is for you. Think about the individual reader and write to the individual reader. And that will resonate at a much deeper level that will feel conversational versus like, hey, everyone, because it's so easy to ignore an yep. email that's written to everyone because I'm just one of the one of the many. That's not yeah. interesting. Exactly. Oh, yeah, definitely. I talk a lot about this um, in terms of with like having honed in on your ideal client and it makes it so much easier to talk directly to them. So yeah. let's talk about moving followers from email communication. I feel like, you know, a lot of times they're like, yeah, like we're just going to add in the link and that's it. And I've been like working so hard. I was like, we have to do more than just like add a link. Like it's like dropping a link on a promo thread and then walking away. So how can we use email communication and really drive them into an actual conversation with us? Well, one of the ways is to make it super easy for them to take the next step and Also, again, think about your language and the way that you're positioning it. So a lot of times in language, people will say like, here's my link. Go ahead and schedule a time on my calendar when I'm available. Well, that sounds like all I'm doing is talking about me and I'm so important. Well, that's not interesting or helpful to the reader, right? So if you want to move somebody, make sure your language is this idea of like, Here's a link to make it super simple for you to schedule a time that works best for you for us to meet because now it's all about them. So that's one way. The other way is if you really want to get a particular person on the phone, I actually... Um, I teach this to my, in my sales maven society, which is my membership group, but I teach my members to give people three windows of time instead of just using a link. Now links are great and they're easy, but they, there's a little bit more that if you are the person who really wants to meet with somebody, if you go above and beyond and show them that you're going to do the work. And so one of the things I mean by this is you'll go and pick three windows of time that are open on your calendar, like Monday between eight, anytime between eight and 10 or, you know, Thursday, anytime between eight and eight 30. I really don't care what the window of time is, but if you give them three options, it's super easy for the reader to go, well, that time's already booked. This time's already booked, but Oh, I have this time available. And I use this technique. I've been using it for years and I've been teaching it for years. And uh, my clients who use it always come back and go, that works. That gets the person to schedule a time on their calendar and on mine for us to actually have a real conversation. That is so incredibly amazing. Cause that is like 
off the guard. I've never heard of that concept before <laughs> ever, but that's so incredibly amazing. And it makes so much sense as well too. I mean, even for me, like a lot of times I'm like, okay, like I usually will always, like if I need to schedule an appointment, I'll always just add it as a task in my ClickUp. And I'm like, oh yeah, there's going to be, there's going to be an appointment available once I'm ready to schedule. Right. Like, and then if I were like, oh my gosh, wait, I got to look at Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of next week. Let me look now because I know my schedule fills up super fast. Yeah. So like, yeah. That makes so much sense. So and most of us, oh, oh sorry. I was just going to say most of us live and breathe our calendars. So if it's on your calendar, it really happens versus like, hey, someday we'll meet, but it never gets on the calendar. It never happens. You never get to work with that person if you don't get them on the calendar. And I think that's so cool because it takes away that, um, basically that block in terms of with like kind of nilly dallying around like, oh yeah, I'll get to it versus like, okay, let's do the thing. Let's keep moving. Here's the time and you get it done. Oh, I love that. So how can we begin to like create curiosity around that as well too, to like really get them? Cause we had talked about earlier, like the cat calling versus the dog calling. And so yeah. like, how can we start to create that curiosity and like move people along in like the sales ladder? Cause you had talked about, or I'm sorry, the steps you had talked yeah. about your five, your staircase. So how can we move them up your staircase? So what happens is when you have these responses that create people to start asking questions, mm -hmm. that usually indicates uh, some level of interest, right? And so now yeah. as soon as there's some level of interest, what happens next is people start giving you buying signals. And a buying signal is something where they're like, huh, Ashley, I wonder if that's something that would work in my business or, huh, I never thought about hiring somebody to help, you know, with my email campaigns or whatever that piece is that they say. Well, that's a buying signal. I actually say, I always hear a noise in my head when I get a buying signal from somebody. It sounds like ding, ding, ding. And it's an <laughs> indicator of like, okay, Nikki, pay attention. Because yeah. when somebody gives you a buying signal, you have to issue an invitation to move them to the next step in the process. And so issuing an invitation is saying to somebody, for instance, like, let's say you gave me a buying signal. I'm going to say, Ashley, is that something you'd like to chat about more? Like, let's get a time scheduled on our calendars to yeah. find out what's going on for you and see if I can be a resource in some way. And then I pull out my calendar and then I wait for you to pull out your calendar and then we schedule a time. That's how you move somebody to the next step. And then that next step in the process is what I call the discovery step. And that might happen right in the same conversation. Like maybe we don't need to necessarily schedule a next time to talk. Maybe it's just me asking permission, you know, based on what you said, I, I wonder if there's something I could, I could help you with. Are you interested to talk more about that? And if you give me a yes, now we're in the discovery. Now we have moved out of curiosity. We're now in the discovery phase. And now it's my job to ask you, you know, really great questions to uncover what's the problem, what's the need, what's the want, yeah. and then move you to step four, which is the proposal. And that's the ability to lay out a really clear offer for you based on your answers to the discovery. Oh my gosh, that is such gold. That is, oh my gosh, you just blew my entire mind. <laughs> I love that. I love how easy and simple it is because I feel like also too, like it's so incredibly important to have that confidence as well. And actually the podcast um, before yours that is going to air is all about confidence. So if anything, go back guys. Um, because yeah, like that confidence is so incredibly key to being able to send that message. And that's what holds us back is like not having that confidence. But guys, like once you make this step, just as Nikki explained, like it's going to take you right on up that sales line. Like it's just yeah. like all the way up it. And I think that's so incredibly cool. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love it. So Nikki, like as we wrap up and kind of go on through, um, do you have any last words you'd like to share? 
tell us, I know you have an amazing free resource that you want to share with my listeners. So tell us more about that. I do. So I would love to give your listeners my ebook called Closing the Sale. And it's something that you can download. It's a PDF. It's got great information in, in around building confidence around the sales process. So it'll fit nicely with the episode before around confidence. And there's some language suggestions in there as well. So they can get it by going, the listener can get it by going to yoursalesmaven.com forward slash CNDC. So C, oh, I just said that wrong. C-A-N-D-C, sorry. C-A-N-D-C. Perfect. Um, yes. So that's for your listeners. I'd love to give them that. And then if somebody's interested in finding out more, come check out my podcast, which is Sales Maven. Super easy to find, Nikki Rausch. And uh, I'd love to hear what was your biggest takeaway from today or what, what were you able to implement? Did you create some curiosity? Let's hear about it. Or if you're like, I don't know how to create curiosity. Send me a message and let's work on something. Yes, definitely guys. Hands down, please take up on that offer. I know I definitely will by all means because that is super phenomenal and amazing and holy guac. I'm just so thankful that you were able to hang out with me today. Thank you so incredibly much for all the value that you shared with us today. Thank you. You're welcome. Until next time, guys, um, I'll chat with you soon. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Listen, if you love today's content, drop me a line and leave me a review. Oh, and shout out to ConvertKit for making this episode possible. You can hop on over to ashleykdeluca.com forward slash support to grab your free exclusive trial as a Connect and Convert listener. Now, until next time, I will chat with you over in my free Facebook group, email marketing simplified. Now enjoy your cup of coffee and we'll chat soon.